0: Hello and welcome to the Lingland Beer Reviews, episode 35, legroom. Room. My name's TJ Davis, alongside Emily Schick. How the fuck are you, Betty lamb?
1: I mean, that was my attempt to honor the late, um, great Betty White.
0: Great, late Betty White. Um,
1: who, unfortunately some other highlander found her yeah figured her out and found her I don't know how so... they did it
0: although it, it, it is um, it would be her sense of humor though that it was so close to her 100th birthday and there were all these huge plans and so much money already fucking spent for it and everybody already starting to gather together for it and she's like huh and just <laughs> it works yeah it's her last day <laughs> yeah now she's playing Canasta in heaven, if you believe in heaven, with the rest of the Golden Girls.
1: Yeah, you're getting some interesting feedback, by the way.
0: Well, I feel like I get that a lot these days, and I don't know why. I don't know. Um, now, Now that we've given tribute... Shall we tribute?
1: Indeed. Uh, Today's... I would say we're pouring one out for her, but... Well,
0: we're going to pour... No, we're, we're, we're not wasting this. We're pouring it we're pouring out. One in. We're pouring one out into a glass and then into yeah. our mouths yes. to honor her. Uh, our first view today comes to us from Trillium Brewing in Boston. Well, Massachusetts, Canton, whatever. It's called yeah. Legroom. Room. Leg Room is a double IPA. Eight percent. In three, two, one, crack. And given that it's trillion, you know it's going to be good. And if it's not, I am going to be fucking astonished. I have yeah. no idea what's in it.
1: Yeah, I actually made this argument today with uh, somebody. I was. At a, sitting at a bar with, which is you know, <clears throat> Trillium is better than Treehouse mostly because they do all styles well, and Treehouse does not. I'm I think worried. we've made this argument before, but yeah, Treehouse not so much on sours,
0: yeah, not so much on Sours.
1: I don't think they're ever going to get that right, which is fine. They do what they do really, really well. Yeah. Like, their New England style IPAs and stouts are fucking awesome. This is fucking awesome.
0: Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. I want to know what's in it. Oh, uh, given that it's Trillium, I'm guessing that they won't actually tell me.
1: Sometimes they do.
0: Do, 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 do. No, it doesn't. Tell me what hot. Nah. Yeah, that's disappointing. Truly, can you please like just tell me hot profiles? I'm, I'm just, I'm yeah. just. It's something that I wish. I feel like I've talked about this before. I feel like we've talked about this before. It's something that I wish was on, on tap. Like, like give me, give me greater details. I want to know. I want to know hops. I want to know potentially malt, yeast, right, bullshit. Stuff. Yeah. I want to know what stuff you put into it.
1: Again, don't we all?
0: But yeah, it's mighty tasty. They're definitely lighter hops. It's something, like, I'm I'm so out of practice with, like, Name That Hop Game, but there's something that I'm not, like, super familiar with but I've had multiple times, like, like Topaz or Lotus.
1: Yeah, that's the thing, is there's a lot of new hops out there, like, um, who the fuck? Somebody is releasing a, uh, I think a, maybe a Dipper or something with, uh. Idaho gem and once again my brain goes what the hell is the difference between that and Idaho 7 or is that the new name for Idaho 7 and well I think that Idaho gem
0: is one of those like proprietary uh, cryo freeze ones so so... those are
1: usually marked as a cryo though
0: but but it's a different cryo because cryo I think is individual labeling or Proprietary game
1: shouldn't be. shouldn't it's, be It's usually a state of being. All right, let me. Yeah, talk for a second. Let me do a little bit of Google. I- I'm
0: gonna talk for a second, even though I should probably do Google in because Emily's the one to talk. She's the one goes to places. Emily's the one to talk. She went on a trip to Medusa.
1: Yeah, I mean, so the, the first cursory glance is the 1st name variety from Gooding Farms in Wilder, Idaho. So maybe they're not even related to Idaho 7? I don't know. Oh. You can keep Googling while I talk, then.
0: I mean, I don't know if I care enough, to.
1: <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. You do care. You do definitely care. Like... You, you, you've you loved Idaho 7. You probably want to know if this new thing is, like, a thing that, like, you should pay, like, a lot of attention to because, you know, you'll probably love it. And my cat just bailed on me because he was like, Ew, mom's talking about stuff again. This is boring. Bye. So, I took a little trip to Medusa Brewing. I it, This is a brewery that is located in downtown Hudson, Mass. Um, it's actually a super rad place to hang out. Currently, it has a taco place attached to it that makes great tacos. And they have just a great atmosphere and some great employees. Um, I would say overall, their stuff is not super ambitious, but it is extremely crushable so I I don't know that it's a place that it's like oh man I'm gonna be super pumped to go there all the time but like I'm certainly not gonna say no to it um so I got a series of things on tap in small pours of course um you know because that's really helpful so first thing I tried was robot don't do magic It's a New England-style IPA. And let's see, does this give me any hop info? Mm -hmm. No, it does not. It gives me tasting notes. Pink grapefruit, candied citrus, soft stone fruit. Features, oh, talus, citra, and (laughs) raquel. Look, reading, I, okay, shut up. My name's Emily, and I'm the biggest idiot ever. I absolutely deserve that. I mean, you give it to um, me all
0: the time, so you you deserved that one.
1: <laughs> oh, totally. Um, so, its average and untapped is a 3.94 with 148 ratings. And I gave it a 4 because I thought it was solid. I didn't think that it deserved to have its rating lowered. And, yeah, that's where I landed on that one. Uh, another one I gave a 4 to is you know, I'm something of a New England IPA myself.
0: So, you, which you, is... you do you do know what that quote's supposed to reference, right?
1: Yes, but I forget what exactly.
0: You know, I'm something of a scientist myself.
1: Ah, yes.
0: Uh, the original Spider-Man. Well, yeah. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Yeah. Man, I really, like... I really hope... Oh, apparently my shit's loud as fuck, so we back off a little bit. I really hope that No Way Home... I think
1: that's why you're... I think that's why I'm getting so much feedback from you. Yeah, I know why it's super loud.
0: But uh, I really hope that No Way Home ends up doing an Oscar push. That would be nice. Because there is rumor going around of them doing not only a push for Best Picture but also Best Supporting Actor for Willem Dafoe, which, like, I know you haven't seen it yet, man, but, like, both of those nominations are definitely deserved. And depending on who else is nominated for what for other supporting actors, like, I would see that Dafoe has a decent chance. Uh... Rad. But they're not going to get nominated because.
1: They never uh, nominate anything from a Marvel movie ever.
0: Uh, they don't nominate blockbusters.
1: Uh-huh. So. Going back to beer. Uh, you know, I'm something of a New England IPA myself. Is a collaboration between Lost Shoe Brewing and Roasting Company in Marlboro and Medusa and Hudson. Uh, I also gave that a 4. I thought that was pretty solid as well. So, again, not, like, mind-blowing, not, like, the stuff we're drinking right now. Like, this is a lot more mind-blowing, like, wow, you're really doing something that's, like, stands out. Um, Medusa's...
0: Part of the problem with this legroom is I'm also comparing it against Trillium. Like, I compare all beers against all beers, you know? But, like, then you start comparing breweries themselves. And I'm not going to lie. I think it's like a 4.25 for me. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I, I I know that he shouldn't sound disappointed about that, folks, but like, when you're talking about Trillium and like... Comparing some it against of the IP, to everything yeah, else that Trillium
0: like, has done that I've had, it's like, no, th- this, is, this is good. Like, there's nothing yeah. bad about it. It's worth drinking. But like, I've had stellar, phenomenal stuff in them, and Uh this is not stellar or phenomenal. It's it's good, it's very good.
1: Yeah. But no, that is a that is definitely like a four point two (laughs) five. All right. So continuing with my Medusa sampling, um. I had another New England IPA called Light Runner. With some
0: rad fucking can art.
1: Yeah, uh, I that's... love.
0: I love that outrun style.
1: Oh, I do too. Um, that was the thing that made me disappointed is the fact that like it has objectively the most rad can art of anything I drank, and it definitely deserved the three point five I gave, three point seven five I gave it. Like compared wow. to the other two. Um, oh,
0: even did, more it, disappointing that it's mosaic and Amarillo and it's that low. So, do you think they just threw too much into the whirlpool and brought out more of the bitter instead of like the dry no, hop? Or... It,
1: it was actually, it wasn't bitter. It's just that the hop flavors were not strong enough. Huh. Like, that's the thing is like mosaic usually has quite a bite to it. Um, and. Like, I feel like they backed off on this to the point where it became like, like a it, like a session with a higher ABV.
0: Oh, okay. I I would be interested to try that because apparently it was brewed with their house yeast strain that they're developing. Ah. Uh. So that could explain like. More of the sessioniness. I wonder what they're going for with that yeast drink. But also, that's pretty fucking rad because I can't think of any other brewery at the top of my head that is developing a house yeast drink. I don't know. I feel like Notch has got to have that.
1: Probably. Probably. Hi, buddy.
0: But yeah, uh, Rad Can Art, mediocre beer, apparently. Unfortunate. That's how it goes sometimes, yeah. though.
1: So then, I also had. Moving on to different things. I mean, also the, uh,
0: rad can art. You you get the reference on the can, right?
1: Uh, I was drinking it on tap, so oh no,
0: okay. Um, uh, so her next beer was a Belgian pale ale at seven point five called Bad Oven. The can art itself is fucking um, uh what's the name of the fortune telling thing from Big that grants his wish? Because that's that's oh, what it shit. is. It starts with like a okay. Z, I think. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, that, that's what it's a reference to.
1: Gotcha. Uh-huh. So it's a Belgian pale ale with uh ras pureed, raspberries, and cherries. Um I gave this a 3.75. I think that they did pretty well on the Belgian part of it. I don't think the fruit came through as well as as it should have. I think that it was, again, totally crushable, but not exactly, like, super memorable. Like, again, I don't know that, like, Medusa's really going for super memorable. I don't know that they're really going for, like, Oh yeah, blow blow you out of the water kind of shit. I think that they're really going for stuff that like is just good execution. Drinkable, um yeah, like decent stuff that like appeals to many people. And like there is something to be said for that. And like they do what they do, they do well. It's just not it doesn't have the same punch that I generally look for. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next thing I had was Helter Keller, lol at the name, a German Pilsner. Now this I gave a 3.75, but I even say in my comments, style-specific rating is closer to a 4.5. This is actually a really solid lager. Like, it is extremely impressive in terms of like the flavor the drinkability like the ability to keep me from getting bored with it um the thing is is that like again with untapped readings you're comparing it against everything you've ever had so like a lager is just not gonna hold up under those circumstances Uh, another thing that didn't hund- hold up under well under those circumstances, um, 1939 ESB. It's an extra special bitter, um, a style that, as a person who's been to the UK multiple times, it, I am per- kind of have a soft spot for. Um, oh, I figured
0: it was probably like in your top three for favorite styles.
1: Um. I don't know that I could say that in the sense that, like... I think that I could when I first started getting into craft beer, but, like... Now
0: you wouldn't want to drink that alone for the rest of your days.
1: <laughs> correct. Um, ESBs are just... It's another... Again, my my main problem with styles that don't have a lot of experimentation with them, because, like, they're just not... They don't lend themselves to that, is uh, that they just tend to be... kind of samey like you can do stuff to stand out from the crowd with something like an ESB but like more than likely you're going to do something that detracts from the style rather than enhances it and this is another one of those cases like I think that they added some smoked malts like i.e. some stuff that was roasted over open fire because I was definitely getting smoky notes off of that and that is what made part of what made me give it a three point five. Like, ESB is not a particularly strong flavor profile style in general, um, and when you're trying to add smoky notes to it to be like cool and hip or whatever, like, it's just, it's not correct for the style, and in fact, you're kind of a Obscuring some of the more the
0: the nuance of the flavor, delicate, yeah,
1: yes, yeah, exactly. So I was, yeah,
0: I wouldn't think to do an ESB like almost heated.
1: Yeah, that's not at all correct. Whereas, Um... like
0: your next one, I would say like that—that is something where you should like smoke some shit.
1: Yes and no. That's also not... So, the next one is MoFat 80. It's got some... Moffat. Yeah, it's got some uh, fucking, you know, plus, minus, bullshit, whatever. Um, it's... Yeah, I mean, Scottish ales have never been, like, a huge... I mean, it's a Scottish export,
0: so not really what you'd want to do smoking. You'd want to do smoking, like... Ugh. It's Scottish bread. If
1: it's it's not a Roush beer or a beer that's explicitly smoked, do not fucking put smoked (laughs) malt in it, period. I'm just telling you. It's not like every British beer is fucking smoked. Like, at some point in its history, yeah, it probably was. Well, because like, it was probably, like,
0: preservation techniques.
1: Because beer preceded the existence of kilns is why that's a thing.
0: Mm. I but I did like, not know that. That's awesome.
1: Dude, beer was an easy way to make water not kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and it also, pre- like, you know... So, there was a point in history where probably all beer was both not hopped and smoky.
0: So, gruets?
1: Yeah, like a gruet, but smoked.
0: Okay. I think we've had a smoked or Or is there, like, another name for that?
1: I'm not sure. But it might have been... I think it was more of a saison. I think you're thinking of that one oh, from thinking
0: of that like smoke sage saison. Yes. Delicious.
1: Little did we know from shit
0: against the grain that
1: place in Louisville again. Yes, thank you.
0: Yeah, that um... that's one of those fond memory beers. <laughs>
1: But, like, that's probably closer to, like, original beer beer than anything else we've had. Like, the light smokiness and, mm. you know, the funky yeast herbaceousness. and the herbaceousness. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So
0: what did you think of the Moffat 80, backslash minus?
1: Um, I actually liked it better than the ESB, but not great. Uh, 3.75, and that's just, like, across the board, not even style-specific. Right. That was probably a little bit... Generous, honestly.
0: It happens. It happens.
1: Uh, it happens to me a lot. I I don't like being mean to people. Um. It's kind of a problem. Um. This pleasantly surprised me. Uh. I had Citra Legacy, which is obviously Citra, but in oh. a rye IPA.
0: Actually, that is interesting. I don't think that I've had a Citra centric. Bry IPA
1: before, yeah. Um, once again, like not totally mind blowing, but like definitely, absolutely earned the four that it got. That was not a ge- that was not generosity at all.
0: Nice. Uh,
1: I actually, I that might have been my favorite one that I had the entire night, to be honest. Awesome. Um, the Lola IPA is. Citroen mosaic and once again just didn't didn't have a lot of punch for me
0: well, i mean it's so... a 4.5 percent, so i'm guessing it was aiming more in the direction of like session but like yeah. still I, I feel the same way when it comes to like session ends it's like i get what you're trying to do it just doesn't do it for me
1: yeah so i gave that a 3.75 and then I also had Hidden City, which is an IPA, not a New England style, but not a West Coast style quite either. Uh, it's somewhere in between.
0: Apparently, I've had Hidden um, City at some point before.
1: Interesting. What
0: the hell did I have? Um, twenty seventeen. Where the hell did I have it at sunset?
1: <laughs> ah. Um. El Dorado, Mosaic, and Citra. I think this would have been better as a New England style IPA, but I'm also kind of biased in that direction. Gave this a Again, I gave this a four. It wasn't it actually wasn't bad. Like it definitely straddles the line between a West Coast and a New England style. Um so maybe you could call it more of a traditional East Coast style. So,
0: so actually the most recent time you had it. We gave it a three point seven five. Because we had it oh. we had it together in twenty seventeen. So half a decade ago, we both thought it was a four.
1: Yeah, it's amazing how perspective changes changes these things, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I mean we also don't know if it's perspective or you know, recipe.
1: I would guess it's more perspective. I would guess to be it's honest. perspective, yeah. <laughs> And then the last thing I had at Medusa was called Blighty. It's an English porter. Um, It's a collaboration with Wormtown out of Worcester. Um, Yeah, I mean, honestly, of the English styles that they attempted, I think that they did this one the best. Nice. So, I mean, not mind-blowingly good. I gave this a four. But, like... Yeah, I think that this was more on the mark than either the Scottish Ale or the ESB, personally. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, now we're going to talk about some stuff that I drink as well. Uh,
1: so you want to take the lead in this, tr- in this little show? Yeah, I'll,
0: I'll, I'll take the lead on this because you got some beer to drink I know that I'm farther along than you. So. So. Uh, first up, we had a beer from Foolproof out in Pawtucket in Rhode Island. Uh, it's called Swirl Pop. Uh, I forget what the fuck exactly it is because the details just say tart and fruity. Fucking. Fool- I think
1: it's blackcurrant and something.
0: But like Foolproof. Get, get on your game on that. Like, come on, guys. You don't even need to give me hops. Just give me, like, flavors. <coughs> <coughs> oh, Sneezes. Bless you. I'm going to leave that in there. Because that's... well. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I am fighting off a slight cold. It is not the Rona. It's just a minor sinus infection. Don't worry. I'll only die if I'm lucky. Uh,
1: it turns out in the, in the age of Rona children still pass on colds.
0: Yes. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, it was a sour ale. It was, it was fine. Like we both gave it a 3.75. It was nothing exciting or to write home about.
1: Uh, the green. Simply
0: worth mentioning because
1: we had it. Uh, I I wanted to give full like wait, some, another some foolproof we're going to talk about. Yeah, it's like these were foolproofs I'd never seen because I ended up in Providence just over the line from Pawtucket and uh, picked up not. The most frightening amount of I've ever paid for beer, but a lot of it was singles. Yeah. So there's a bunch of Rhode Island crap that we're gonna talk about now.
0: Yes. That uh, there's a bunch of stuff that we're gonna talk about from like we didn't hung out for New years, which is where I Long got like year. whatever cold I got from you.
1: Tonight, that I acquired from a small tonight, child. Tonight, you. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, I next checked in the nec- the other foolproof. I'm guessing that you did not do that in the same order.
0: Oh, no, I didn't do it in the same order. I'm following your stuff. So my next one up is allergy sandwich. Uh, gotcha. But allergy sandwich is described as a robust porter with peanut butter and strawberry jam. Again, like, it's all right. I, I get the flavors they're trying to go for, but it's just not really well executed or flavorful enough.
1: Yeah. Like, I think that's really what, well, if I recall correctly, I think that. Swirl Pop, part of the problem was that the f- the fruit flavors were not natural and, like, distinctly tasted not natural. Um, I don't know, man. Like, considering how many breweries effectively use actual fruit, like, if you're going to use syrup, don't make it, like, blatantly fucking obvious that you're doing so. Yeah. Um... This one was less of a I'm tasting artificial flavor and more of a you're using natural flavor, which I appreciate, but not enough of it.
0: Um, I feel like they used peanut butter powder, but not enough of it. But I think that their raspberry, strawberry, whatever the fuck it is, was artificial, which didn't aid their peanut butter powder at all, right. Like it's like I could taste what they were going for, and just like push it further.
1: Yeah, right. It's like, dude, come on, like take a fucking stand and like make a thing that's, you know, actually interesting. Like I understand that it's more expensive to use stuff, but like if you're not going to do it right, don't fucking do it, or like do it right. Yes. Like you're you're not like. You're foolproof. You're not like some brand new brewery who has an excuse to be like, oh, we've never used these ingredients before. It's like you literally make a fucking beer, one of your main beers is called Peanut Butter Rain Cloud. You know how the fuck to use peanut butter in theory. Not that peanut butter rain cloud is amped up enough in my opinion, either. Exactly. But I but I feel like
0: You've been making that beer for long enough. You should understand. You should amp it up. Yeah, pump, pump it, jam, pump it up.
1: <laughs> Lol. In case you were wondering how old we are, we're ancient. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, re- oh, I, I remember going to middle school dances and them playing that, followed by waterfalls. <laughs> followed by spider webs followed by pony
1: (laughs) yeah pony by genuine is one of those things that i think we all remember (laughs) and it's
0: like uh
1: has like you people used to freak out you know, teachers and stuff would freak out, like, oh my god, you can't have a, a song with swears in it, and it's like... "Oh no, you, So you, you're you... not okay with a song that says the word shit once, but you're totally cool with a song that, like, basically explicitly straight, describes sex. Straight
0: up about fucking.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, like, just doesn't actually have any swears in it. So, like, that's cool. What? Like, dude, get your fucking priorities straight. Like, 90s teachers man
0: this is america if our priorities are actually ever straight in this country then
1: we've run the government
0: yeah in Um, which case the coasts secede
1: nah i don't know that the coasts are going to succeed i think that it's more likely that we're going to overthrow the government frankly i don't know that I well, let's put it this way: I don't know that the center let's of the country it would survive as a country without us.
0: You, oh no, they wouldn't. I mean, like straight up, I, if if for some reason you're listening to this well, and you're in, we
1: won't either. Though, come on.
0: Oh, I mean we, that's
1: where most of our food. Yeah, comes from. we wouldn't
0: either. Like, it's a semi-symbiotic. Nah. Eh. <laughs> It's terrible. I think we
1: have more going for us than they do, but This is why
0: we need UBI and we need to train people to be like technicians and manufacturers. We can just like automate all this shit and have people to take care of the automation. But we also have UBI so people don't feel like yeah, feel feel like I, I must grind my body into dust in order to survive.
1: Folks, in case you don't remember, we've we gotten super into...
0: leftist. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're super leftist and we've gotten into the anti-work subreddit this year. Oh uh, well, yeah. Last year, along with like a massive amount of people across the world. And uh yeah, man, like it, it's I don't even want to say it's an echo chamber. I feel like it's actually like introducing me no, to like and concepts that like i hadn't really thought that much about before yeah
0: no it, it is it has forced me to rethink the nature of a lot of my jobs in the past and just how like abused and taken advantage of that i was in so many jobs that i've had like i i, I no longer work uh, i'm gonna tell a quick story uh are you cool but tell a quick story Uh yeah. So, years ago, because you remember this, because we were dating at the time of this. Years ago, I used to work for AMC, uh, American Multi Cinemas Incorporated. And when I was working there, you know, I got hired as, like, fucking. Um, oh, shit. It was, it, it was, no, oh, no, no. Gotta... It wasn't even Usher. I got hired as, like, one of the sweepers. Uh, okay. I forget what the fuck they called them, because it was something like classier than just like shit fuck pig dog fuck. <laughs> but
1: and and not and not quite as uh colorful as Chisholm. Yeah, no.
0: Uh unfortunately. Um but yeah, I started at AMC at that position. Over time I had worked my way into production booth, which to this day is still like my favorite job i've ever had even though when i was doing it towards the end i was working 60 plus hours a week and like this is you know a couple of years after i broke my hip so my shit like my shit's still fucked but like my shit was like fucked and it's also the job where i like Fucking dislocated my knee and fucked that one up for the last like sixteen years, seventeen years. I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, but that was probably incidental. I would imagine that you're- Oh no, that was that was that to happen at some point. So you can't really blame that one. No, no,
0: that one was straight up. No, that one was straight up my fault and stupidity of like. Um. Because, like, the way that that happened was, you know, with trash and deliveries come in, in, like, the back of malls and shit like that. You you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw some kids sneaking into a theater, and I hopped off of that stupidly. And I came down horribly. And it's like, I... I literally sacrificed portions of my body to try and keep some kids from sneaking into a movie because that's what was ingrained to me in that job. Like, yeah. th- this is what I'm talking about. Of like, I don't think that the anti work subreddit has actually radicalized me. I-, I think that it's just made me evaluate my past employment and see just how, like, fucking. But especially like American capitalistic. Ah, oh, I'm reaching for words and I can't hit them. But like
1: late stage like, capitalism, baby. yeah,
0: late stage capitalistic culture.
1: Like seriously, has like millennial?
0: poisoned us all. <laughs>
1: Oh, man, did you see the, the anti-work post? Oh, about how
0: Xennials uh, are better workers, they just need a hug, and, like, that is so fucking tone-deaf.
1: Oh, yeah, and, like, the whole thread was, like, both millennials and Zoomers, like, shitting on that whole, the concepts in that whole article, and it's, like, okay, it literally, sum it up as OK Boomer, but, like, it's, like, Oh, yeah. Millennials are are super entitled. It's very easy to just sum
0: that up as, okay, boomer.
1: And Zoomers aren't because they're too depressed to be. And it's like, But, like, our millennial
0: entitlement is just us wanting like, a fair wage and not to be constantly taken advantage of as, like, chaff.
1: No shit. It's like, dude, maybe if our wages had kept up with inflation, we wouldn't be like this. Like, Maybe if we hadn't been saddled with a million, like, a shitload of fucking student loan debt, credit card debt, et cetera, et cetera, because most of us can't survive in this world without fucking credit card debt or, you know, maybe some kind of non-collateral associated debt. Maybe if our
0: parents and parents' parents' generations hadn't entirely fucked our geopolitical system and fed into a structure of hatred and division in order to control with power, then we might be in a better place if we'd be Earthicans instead of...
1: (sighs) Entitled fucking Americans, because America is now, like, one of the... Like, seriously, man... America is officially one of the worst fucking countries in the world. Yeah. Like, I, I love that America, in terms of some metrics as well,
0: I love that we still pretend, terrifying. I love that we still pretend like we would fit the classification of a first world nation.
1: Oh, dude, I'm so fucking embarrassed to be American. Like, I'm, I have been for years. Like, if I'm, in some foreign country, it's better to just lie and say you're Canadian, because at least they suck less. Yes. And our so accents that, are close enough that they probably don't know.
0: Welcome comrades to communist chat. This is chat where we talk communism. Because actually, no, socialism.
1: I like, was going to say socialism slash anarchism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, man. Like, honestly, like, uh, fuck not, it all, burn it all of the well, ground. Well, no, like,
0: no. We are not saying burn it all to the ground. Somebody might take it literally. If
1: you take it literally,
0: you're dumb. We disavow you.
1: Allegedly.
0: Allegedly.
1: (laughs) I'm taking a page out of Robert Evans' book here. Allegedly. Um, No, but please. No, no,
0: not. We're we're, we're recording this. When I say say burn it all to the ground, I mean. On a very specific day, do not tell people to burn it to the ground.
1: No, what I what I mean by that is it is a disrupts typical
0: social constructs. Support a general strike. Yes, support a general strike for all workers.
1: Yes, support a general strike for everybody who is not like one of the super rich people. Because our greatest at uh, our greatest leverage is our labor.
0: Um, Period. Our greatest leverage is our numbers.
1: Our numbers and our labor. Yeah. But, like, that's what I'm saying is, like, to really make that effective, we need a general strike. So I think that the momentum is building, but it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time. It's going to definitely take some time because, like, what we like, that's the thing is, like, I really hate that the people in power have forced this, like, political divide, Union's like, bad. right versus left, you know like you know like they like even like in you know oh, i mean riling up anti-vaxxers and crap so, was social like...
0: programs in general are just poised as communism because mm-hmm. you know they, they help others so communism it's like no just because you don't like it doesn't make it communism
1: no seriously like most of the people who are, you know, like, oh fuck the vaccine, don't trust the Democrats, you know, own the libs, blah, 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 that all that bullshit. Okay, first off, they're all fucking vaccinated. FYI. Yes. They're not dumb. They believe in the science. They just see that like the divide is like this is advantageous to, to them. Yes, this, that's exactly what it is. Marjorie Taylor Green says this is fuck a way the to vaccines. Make money well, now I want to watch
0: Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared.
1: Well, her pharmaceutical stock just skyrockets in price. It, yes. But, you know, whatever. Um, Follow yeah, the money. So... Always. But, like, Follow but, like, the money. Even if you're on the liberal side of things, which I'm really assuming you are if you listen to uh, us. If you're still with us, um,
0: yeah, I hope so. I, uh,
1: I, I definitely support, like... Please continue to question uh, any media source, especially if you see it on, uh, like, social media. Um, but I think I think most of us generally are better at uh, questioning sources than the other side might tend to. Um, but I would. I don't know. There, there are plenty
0: be... of leftists that find themselves in echo chambers,
1: mm-hmm. but. We really do. Like and I that's feel like that I feel really
0: like there are like about- many Republicans who have not contributed anything of worth for several years because they've all just been sycophants. Not all of them. And the Dude, ones that are, the fucking aren't.
1: Democrats really aren't any. Oh no, they no. aren't at
0: all. But like,
1: and the Democrats are not like okay. Folks, at, at least, in case at, you weren't sure, least... Democrats are not liberal in this country. No, maybe.
0: they're not. But Period. at least, like, they aren't a fucking death cult. Like, I, I, don't, I oh, don't, I don't understand disagree. the Republican Party right now, where they're all fucking vaccinated and they were still driving for like a year and a half at least. Are they still driving for them to like? fucking not get vaccinated so that they can die so that they lose their constituency because it's all a secret plot from the democrats who are really just like the lizard people living inside the moon and they're going to come out of it when moonfall comes out because that's the entire purpose of that movie is the unveiling of lizard people the hyper advanced lizard race that lives inside of the moon that's going to take over the earth because it's really just democrats (laughs) Sorry, I'm actually kind of stoked for a movie Moonfall because it looks like some classic Roland Emmerich madness, and I love some classic Roland Emmerich madness. (laughs) That's that's totally totally not the plot, really.
1: But to answer your question more accurately, the, the short answer is that this is not a new thing. The conservatives realized in... Ooh, um, hey, before you I keep on really... with
0: this, finish your fucking beer. We're forty-five minutes in. Let's get into beer too. Uh, but yes, I you're, you're right. The Republicans did realize this, and a large part of this planning ended up coming from like the Nixon era, where it yeah, wasn't. Or it even wasn't even well, Nixon's no. Was, like, Nixon, Nixon and
1: Reagan are the ones who really well, ramped yes, it up.
0: Like Nixon is the one that all right. Next up, we have Max Leg room. the, I don't know, bigger version of this. Uh, yeah. Three? I
1: think they're both Dippas. Yeah,
0: they're both Dippos. So, I don't know. But this is the Max version. It's like Pepsi Max, but hopefully not crap. In three, two, one,
1: crap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't spray myself with the first one, but I sprayed myself with this one, and it didn't make noise, so... You know, whatever. Whatever. Um, But yeah, uh, folks, if you're really interested in how all of this shit got started, um, go listen to back episodes of Behind the Bastards. Uh, It's an extremely popular podcast by Robert Evans. If you happen to be listening Uh,
0: to us, you've probably listened to it.
1: I fucking hope so, because Robert Evans is rad as hell and, like, super fun to listen to, and my god, the inside jokes on that one. I really miss One Pump, One Cream and, like, him shilling stuff like Doritos or uh, Raytheon knife missiles, like, without having actual sponsorship. And he keeps saying that he'll sell out to, like, basically any company who gives him a fucking bearcat, and it's like, man, I don't even fucking hate you for that. Like, if some company's dumb enough to give you a bearcat, like, knowing that you're an anarchist who's, like, you know, part of, like, the progressive press, like, sure, like, more power to you. If, like, Raytheon wants to give you a fucking bearcat to show their shit, even though you're gonna, like, go use it to, like mow down people on quote unquote their side more power to them at least you have a fucking bearcat what the
0: fuck is a bearcat uh
1: it's basically like uh oh man do you remember the um the grand tour where Richard Hammond was in uh Dubai with a uh basically like a civilian tank Like, it's like a luxury tank with, like, AC, and, like, it has, like, the, you know, like, the...
0: It was a high-speed, it was a high-speed 4-tread, like, um, LMV.
1: Luxury tank. Yeah. That's more or less what a Bearcat is. Okay. Dude, I would, I would shill a lot of things for that. I mean, I might, like, shit all over, like, your... The fucking reasoning for you doing it But it's like sure I'll shill Raytheon for that I'll fucking You know do the same thing That Robert does and trash your stuff At the same time but it's Or like sarcastically plug your stuff But like man you give me A fucking tank for me To drive around
0: I don't I don't know man I feel like if I was gonna shill Raytheon I'd rather shill them for the cure To the T-virus before they release it
1: That would That would yeah but Look, man, like, I mean, this world I mean, is going to hell shit. no matter what we do, so give me a goddamn tank, and then I'll shit, shit on your shit. Yes. Um, um, yeah.
0: All right, so real fast, before we get too distracted, because Emily spent her day drinking, so she's singing fast. Benny and I also spend my day drinking, and I'm singing fast, so we're, we're going to talk about this beer for a moment. Uh, this...
1: The difference is I'm not an alcoholic, so I oh, get yeah. more affected by y- this stuff.
0: Yes, whereas I am an alcoholic and I'm pretty much fine. That's why I keep on keep on trying to move it along. <laughs> but this I actually like it more than the regular. I think that it has less okay. of that back fruit bitter that the regular legroom has. Um,
1: I disagree with you there, but I still like it better.
0: Oh, you see, uh, maybe it is, I don't know, maybe it's It's not more a back bitter. throat
1: bitter, it's a lingering bitter no, on, I, I, I on the front
0: of my yeah, palate. I get bitter on the front of my palate, and then the back is smooth, whereas like the regular leg room, it was... It's kind of both? Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I don't disagree with you there.
0: It's Although not a lingering bitterness is, in the back
1: of my palate. It, it hits me more up, a little bit, tiny bit, up front. It's a
0: bit of a sleeper. Because I don't think it tastes like a nine point one.
1: Holy crap! It's a nine point one, mm-hmm. which uh, means that we are
0: not finishing this beer before the end of this episode.
1: Probably not, because the last time we tried to crush a bunch of crap, uh, I did not remember the tail end of the episode. I remember, I remembered the most most of it, like going back and listening through it. The last episode with Liam, I don't really remember the last, like, ten minutes or so. Yeah. But, you know, I could do worse, and I
0: You weren't bad. Still...
1: No. I, 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 I suck it like a champ, yeah. so... Yeah. I, it's if, like, if they listen, they might have heard. <laughs> I fucking hope, like, please people, please listen to us more. Please support us on Patreon. Alright,
0: like, let, let's, let's stop getting desperate if if we really want people to listen to us more, we need to like put ourselves out there more instead of just expecting people to find us. Cause, cough cause cough. That's... TJ,
1: maybe take over some of the fucking uh you know social media crap. Cough cough.
0: I... TJ is fuck shit at social media type crap.
1: Yeah, except like I know so am I, I have, and I try harder I have than you.
0: Time. Well, I don't do anything. <laughs>
1: That's my point.
0: No, I, I mean it... like I'm not engaging out in society.
1: Oh, when when you when you when I drag your ass out into society and it's a thing that involves beer, maybe you do the fucking posting. How about that?
0: Oh, actually yeah, it's a good call. We should be posting like maybe. Whatever. Uh keep it on, keep it on. Uh um, we're like fifty three ish minutes in. Uh Dude. I feel like we should Please. stop where we were with beers.
1: Did we even get past my Medusa visit? Yes,
0: we did. I don't think we got past it, but we at least got through it.
1: Yeah, that that means the next episode is going to be real beer heavy, too, or the next few episodes. Well, I think so. that it's going to be the next few Folks episodes. Who enjoy so. that. I mean, here let's let's at, oh, least, no, let, let's like at least one
0: end with.
1: One non-New England technically yes. because you know we're gonna have a few of those coming up.
0: So our non-New England comes to us from Mortalis in Avon, New York. This one was a collaboration with Horace Aged Ales out of Oceanside, California called Hawk, part of their Hydra series. Do you like my Huts? <laughs> Um. So yeah, this one. Cool
1: whip. Cool whip. Cool whip.
0: Will. Whee-
1: yeah, except you have a fucking pop filter, which I normally don't need. But if I'm like, if I'm doing that kind of noise, oh as yeah, intensely, no, you, you kind of need it. I need to back the way the fuck yes. off to do that.
0: Um. And
1: cool whip.
0: Uh, the other fun trick for. That I've learned from just like watching a fuck ton of voice acting shit over the Uh Pencil. As you're doing that, you use a pencil like in front of oh, the yeah, mouth yeah, yeah. and it acts as a pop filter in itself. All right, yeah. so uh, the, this Hydra Hawk uh, was a mango, passion fruit, raspberry, and marshmallow sour, which given that it's fucking mortalis, you know it's thick as fuck.
1: And also, bomb as fuck. And also,
0: yeah. I mean, I didn't think it was quite as bomb as you, but at the same time, it's like.
1: Fuck you. You know how I feel about marshmallow. Uh, marshmallow and I are going to run away together. I know how you
0: feel about marshmallow. But like, you gave it a 4.75. I gave it a 4.5. I think that what made me give it a 4.5 over a 4.75 is uh, actually kind of twofold. I'm not a big fan of raspberry or passion fruit, and because you're deeply no, wrong. I'm not a big fan of mango or passion fruit.
1: You're because you're deeply wrong. I and still I wish, stand by that. I
0: wish the raspberry came through more.
1: Um, I'm playing the world's smallest violin right oh, now. Oh, I know.
0: I, like for me, it was personal flavor. Like even given that I didn't care for half the items that were featured within it, I still gave it a 4.5, which speaks volumes to how good it actually is.
1: Like, as a person who's not that into sweet, I'm not that surprised that you're not that into mango. I am surprised that you're not that into passion fruit, considering that passion fruit is not a particularly sweet fruit on its own.
0: There's... The only way that I can I've tried to figure it is there is a specific acid in certain tropical fruits that depending on how it hits me, I either like love or hate. Like kiwi. I love kiwi. Kiwi make my makes my tongue move. Hmm. Not not because it like um... cuts it up, but because the acid in it makes my taste buds dilate so much or expand out so much. It's
1: not the acid. It, fun fact, it's uh, it's enzymes. Oh. Fruits have a lot of enzymes in All them. All right, so um, it's the enzymes. It's the same keywords. reason... Like, I love the flavor
0: of them, but they make my oh, tongue pineapple
1: used. <laughs> yeah, p- pineapple used to make my tongue tingly when I was younger, <sighs> but I outgrew that, thank fucking God. But yeah, it, the so for instance, in pineapple, it's a an enzyme called bromelin. Um, so folks, if do don't know is that. It, why do I know? Bromeliad is the name of the uh, genus. Oh,
0: I was thinking like uh, family. Romic acid. Um, what the fuck is the name of? the... Yeah. it's like. No, it's not because That's deadly.
1: Uh, You're thinking of citric. Are no, thinking I'm of not citric, citric acid? acid. Uh, acetic it's acid. Star- no, nope,
0: it starts to be. It's the um, it's the base.
1: Butyric acid. Oh, base. Oh, fuck. No, um, no, it's
0: it's not a base. It, it is an acid. It's um, it's the base for the vomit flavored jelly beans. Because it's not vomit. It's artificial pepperoni pizza.
1: Weird. Um, Because the acid in your stomach is actually hydrochloric acid. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, like, thankfully, we have. Butyric
1: acid, maybe? I still might not be wrong about that. You can make a lot of things into yeah, acids. Uteric takes so of things. long. I can uh, see anything. Here. Like there's a maybe, there's a maybe, salt form yeah. and an acid form of a lot of maybe different seven facts.
0: letters. I don't know. We're getting super off topic. and We're at fifty eight minutes in. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, um, I mean, quick, quick. I guess quick chemistry lesson about how uh, acids work. Should I? Should I? Should I bother? Yeah. We get. We, I we've mean, ar- we've already gotten kind of weird
0: on this episode.
1: I know. It's basically like, okay, so how Lose strong the view, acid is resp- is
0: Lose and this and there's by the fingers.
1: Um so quick 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 thing. Quick quick very 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 quick. Yeah, yes. Very quick quick. Quick, quick. quick Uh so acids are trying to dump uh hydrogen ions which are positively charged and anything that has a positive or negative charge is going to react with things which is why bases react with things because they dump negative ions so that's why bases and acids are different okay an enzyme is basically they're attracted a... to each other
0: because they want to no dump no no, no, their no. Shit. shut
1: shut up shut up shut up you don't know about stuff like this basically the you have a fuck ton of enzymes everywhere, including in your body, and what they are doing is ca- catalyzing chemical reactions. So, the main purpose of an enzyme is it's a protein that is shaped in such a way that, like, takes in a particular uh, atom, molecule, what have you, and it, uh, you know, either puts it somewhere or does a thing to it but primarily enzymes are there to catalyze uh, reactions. So they basically, like, there are a lot of necessary chemical reactions that go go on in your body all the fucking time. Like, that's how your body functions, okay? And enzymes are the thing that make them go appropriately fast as opposed to, like, so comically slow that you're going to die. But that's my, that, so that's basically what the function of an enzyme is in real life is to catalyze a reaction more quickly so like enzymes are cool like when you use them on stuff like your skin if you're trying to like you know dissolve dead skin cells because what it's doing is like helping to like break the bonds between like the dead cells and the living cells more quickly
0: but if you really want to try and break bonds between cells All you really need is, like, a fucking 80-gallon barrel um, and a bunch of hydrochloric acid. Uh, I know that we have, like, hydrochloric acid inside of our bodies, but, like, it's not enough. I was going to say, are you trying to say that It's not enough for you to, like, stab somebody in the stomach and have their stomach contents in their body from the inside out.
1: Um, yeah, your stomach we're contents not are usually to... not quite acidic enough. Uh your well, the enzymes present in your pancreas might do a better job of that, but you don't have enough volume of mm, them. Mm. But you're like that's why but we're also, pancreatic we're also crap not, is bad.
0: We're also not trying to tell you how to make a murder. Also, hydrochloric acid
1: is not as an efficient way to dissolve any uh organic matter or really any matter for that matter. Um, if you're trying to like dissolve organic matter quickly, aim for something that's more base, more acidic, i.e. like something like hydrofluoric acid. Like if you d- accidentally dip your hand in that shit, your, your hand is, uh, probably not going to be usable anymore and you might get to see what bone looks like, but like, yeah. Um, so remember in Breaking Bad when they like, uh, dissolve a body in a bathtub and it fucking like yeah. falls through the floor, that's hydrofluoric acid. Well, that's why you don't want to do hydrofluoric acid. Yeah. That, in a well no, that's not that's not why <laughs> you gonna, don't want to do hydrofluoric acid. Fucking bathtub. That's why you don't want to do hydrofluoric acid in fucking porcelain. You have oh, to do yeah. it in a in a container that is actually acid resistant. I e dude there are so <laughs> many like just be like, There's oh I I'm steel. starting no, you you'd be like, oh, I'm starting a fucking chemical company and buy overpacked drums for uh acids that uh you know are resistant to acids because there are forms of plastic that are resistant to things. Shit, I just told people how to dissolve a body. No, no, Don't you didn't. Do that. This is all theoretical
0: um, and hypothetical. But like, we're allegedly, we're, we're, uh, we allegedly
1: uh, 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 told allegedly. people that. Allegedly. This is all hypothetical. You have never heard anything. But seriously, man, like, chemistry is fucking useful for more shit than you think it is. Yeah. Uh, I know that we're probably all at a high school at this point, but, like, yo, like, chemistry was one of those things that, like, yeah, we maybe all should have paid more attention to. Or, like, yeah. I- I'll, I'll- <laughs> then again, like, I didn't find it that challenging in high school but like I'm also a very science-minded person who struggled as like crap in things like history classes so it's like yeah it depends on how your brain works if your brain works in a science way like man you have you have a very particular superpower and even if you don't manage to Make a shitload of money off of that You definitely can use it To improve the lives of people around you And I can attest to that like, I do not make A shitload of money But I definitely have improved The lives of people around me by using Science
0: Yay science Alright Let's wrap it up uh, Emily Anything you'd like to say. And now, uh, would you rather I. We've been doing the beer reviews. So I've been GJ Davis alongside Emily Shit. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and donate to us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash NEBR. The initials of our show, that is patreon.com backslash N-E-E-R.
1: We a- If we don't get a second fucking patron, we're going to start doing the same mid episode ads. Maybe not the same. Maybe someday we'll start doing mid episode ads like uh Well There's Your Problem.
0: Oh, I was figuring Except... that like what we have been offered money for ad space in ads. this and We don't, we don't wanna don't do
1: that wanna for do that. fuck's so sake, dude.
0: If you wanna give us money, it'll keep us from even questioning. As I if sit we here and that. But yes, no, yeah. let let's let's fucking wrap it out. <laughs>
1: As I sit here and stare at the like two hundred dollars worth of beers that I bought today that like part of which is going to Philly because we're going to get Liam back on and fun preview folks, we're going to get Roz from well, there's your problem. So we're going to get a different voice who is uh, you know, Still cool as hell, but somewhat less of a dick But like, don't get me wrong I love Liam I love how much of a dick Liam is If you haven't followed him on Twitter He's an entertaining as hell And uh, he periodically Has to get a new Twitter account because his gets banned
0: Yeah, alright, so Closing out, last words? Was that your last word?
1: Uh, My last word is Don't say
0: kitty, you said kitty last time
1: I, I say I, kitty multiple times. I, I say this time. Uh, yes, in fact, the kitty is breathing. He passes out so hard that I have to actually watch. Yes, I can attest to that.
0: Uh, thank you for joining us, guys. Um, I was going to say we'll see you next time, but we'll, we'll, we'll see you fucking Never.
1: Look, bro, maybe someday we'll do a real fucking video episode. I will 100% put on makeup for you people if you pay us money!
0: Yeah, but we still wouldn't see that.
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: if you're the second person to sign up for a Patreon, you can like, do a full
1: Dude, if you're the second person to sign up for our Patreon, we will do a full-on-ass video episode. I will put on, like, full goddamn makeup. I will send you a box of beer. Seriously. Um, Someone. At
0: this point, if you want to, we will do an episode with you.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: But it also means you having to come, like, pick up beer. Cause
1: no it doesn't. No, no. I will mail it to you.
0: You're going to you're going to mail beer. No, we're 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 ending this. We're ending this right now.
1: I will mail you beer if you sign up for our Patreon. Once. Once. One person. Done.